This is the Leapcast, where we talk about how today's current events impact your real life. If you are tired of politics or you are just exhausted from the spin, this show is for you. My name is Andrew Lieb, and every week I host a talk radio show breaking down the news from an independent point of view. We discuss real estate, business, and your health. Hear from the experts and learn the truth on the Leapcast. Personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. It's such a polarized world out there. I, I think to myself, maybe we should put out a rental, a rental listing. You can go, you can go put it in Craigslist, or you can go on one of those Facebook groups, I guess. Maybe Facebook, they wouldn't be allowed to do it. Maybe just a sign in the window. And you put out something like Jews only, Jews only. And you put that, or no kids, or no disabled. You know, they were talking about the U.S. Olympic women's team, how they kneeled for Black Lives Matter. Maybe you want to write whites only. Maybe that's who you are in your advertisement for your rental. And you looking at me like I'm a crazy person, Lauren, when I'm saying this stuff, but apparently this is an issue. And it's so much an issue, it's so much an issue that there's legislation, New York legislation, New York law, which is effective July 16th, changing this rule for rentals in New York State. Like apparently, Lauren, people needed to wait till July 16th, 2021, and a law to pass. They needed a law to pass, too. Wild. Landlords needed a a law to pass. Because, you know, when they're thinking to themselves, I have a two-family house. This is what we're talking about right here. I'm renting a unit in my two-family house. Sometimes it's a one-family house with an accessory apartment. A lot of people like to call those mother-daughter houses. I will point out that generally in codes, when you see mother-daughter, they're not referring to renting it out on an arm's length transaction. Usually mother-daughter houses are about family members living in a one family house in separate units. There's very few municipalities, towns, village, cities that have mother-daughter houses. I would argue the term mother-daughter house is discriminatory towards those people like fathers and sons. But that's or another conversation. Everyone besides a mother and a daughter. What if it was just two single people? Well, again, mother-daughter houses generally. And I've only seen it. I think Hempstead still has it. Not every town and village and city has it. Is about having family, extended family, not your core immediate family of your children, your spouse, but extended family living in the house as well, like taking in an elderly parent is mother-daughter, although it could be a father with a son, back to my prior statement. But what I was getting at is there's this thing called an accessory apartment. And so to unwind what I'm talking about, you have two different types of housing, residential housing, that's applicable. You got what's called a two-family house. And that doesn't mean you're taxed as a two-family house. Or there's two units in the house. That means your certificate of occupancy, the CO, could be a certificate of compliance completion. If it was a 
retrofit house, not an original development. They call it something else when it's retrofit. But your CO, your legal designation, your approval by the town, village, or city says that it's a two-family house. That's one category that I'm talking about right now. The other one is your CO, your certificate of compliance, your certificate of completion says a one-family house. And then you get a permit to allow for an accessory apartment, which is generally apartment, not in the main part of the house, but a smaller unit. Some people try and fudge it and they live in the small unit, rent the big one. But what we're talking about generally is these people, they're not institutional landlords. They're people that are trying to make a buck. They're trying, they're people that are trying to pay their mortgage. Long Island's expensive. Connecticut is expensive. New Jersey is expensive. The tri-state area is expensive, Lauren. And when you're paying the taxes and they got rid of salt deductions, state and local tax, where you can use your state tax, your real estate tax, and deduct it from federal. So you're now getting hit double. You're hitting. You're getting hit double. Schumer said he's going to fix it. He don't fix it. I don't know why Trump and everyone else did it. Trump was a New Yorker. Goes to live in the South, you Trump. Um, With the 35,000 people that left New York to go to Florida. Uh, you, if you notice, Manhattan is still the number one city in the United States. I don't want to hear any of this hogwash like, Go live in the South. Go enjoy yourself. Go be in Florida. Do who, whatever you want. You people that, if you can't make it here, you can't make it anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is New York. But that's not my point. It's expensive. So there's landlords out there, Lauren. And they need to rent a unit in their house. Like, this is the way people live. This is the way middle America lives. And when I say middle America, I don't mean the middle of the United States. I mean the middle class of America. The people that don't have an extra $10,000 for taxes. That's how real property taxes are in suburbs around Manhattan. For a middle-class home, $20,000, 30000 Like, we're talking big dollars. The shekels, the, it's expensive. And some of these people are racist and sexist. And some of these people are anti-Semites. And some of these people hate disabled people because hate, hate, you know, when you're struggling against the man and you're struggling in the world, sometimes if you hate someone else a little more, it makes you feel better. And you're looking at me like, why would I say that on the air? But it's true. No, that's where hate comes from. It's true. It's sad, but it's true. And... Sometimes you want to say, I only want my kind around me. And some people might be saying while they're listening to me, Lauren, they might be saying, I just want to be around my kind. I'm, I'm Italian. I like Italians. I want Italians to live with me. They're going to live in my house. That's who I want to live there. They sh they're saying, I want to be entitled to have whoever I want to live in my place, live in my place. That's what they're saying. And I'm telling you, there's a degree of hate going on there. And they should still be comfortable in their own place. They should actually not give a, a, a rat's tushy. Why shouldn't they give a rat's tushy? Why are you renting out a two-family house? Why are you renting out one of the units? Why are you renting out an accessory apartment? Because they can't afford their there you loan got or their mortgage, and they need to supplement it somehow, and they want to supplement it with what they're comfortable with. You got to take out the comfort, though. They got to supplement it with something they're desperate with. Well, it is desperate. 
No, but like the thing that makes me successful is I'm desperate. Meaning like when I got to do a job, I'm desperate to get the job done. I'm not saying conditionally I'll get the job done. Meaning like I don't say I'm happy to do your legal work except if I want to go out to dinner. I'm happy to do your legal work except if I'm having a conversation with someone. I'm happy to do your legal work except if I'm going to watch this on TV. I say... I'm desperate. I got to make my bills. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to put all the things I want behind that. Like that's how I live. So you're, you could be, you're not racist basically. If work comes That's first. not what I'm saying. I'm saying I, I'm setting aside for a second racism, sexism, anti-Semitism, homophobia. I'm setting aside your hatred for a second. And I'm wondering how the mom and pop landlord that's so desperate in their two family house with, or their single family with their accessory apartment, how they even get to the moment of hate or racism. I think a lot of them don't even know they hate. Well, here's the thing, Lauren. A lot of them like to advertise their hate. They like to put it out there like with flashing signs of hate. And I know this and I'll tell you how I know this. Executive law 296 That's the New York State human rights law. That's the anti-discrimination law in New York State. That's the fair housing law in New York State. It's not called the Fair Housing Act. The Fair Housing Act is a federal law. The New York State law is called the New York State human rights law. It's equivalent to the Fair Housing Act. It's an executive law 296. And that law was changed on July 16th, 2021. And I'm making a big deal about it because I don't understand how this change was necessary. I don't understand how people... Well, we talk a lot about real estate brokerage and there's so many laws of what real estate brokers can and cannot advertise with. I mean, everybody knows that's a given. Just to be clear, this law change is not about real estate brokers. Why not? Real estate brokers could not never, but in the near term, the recent years, they were not allowed to advertise discriminatorily. So if you said to a real estate broker, you said, hey, real estate broker, and real estate broker said, hey, and you said, I want to hire you, kind of like I would with the Bryn Elliott team at Douglas Elliman Real Estate, who's underwriting the segment. I would say, Bryn Elliott team, I want to hire you. And I'd say, I'm a homophobe. I'm a sexist. Nobody says that. No, they say, I only want a white straight guy to live here. That's no, what they, they say. say you, you know what I want. I want somebody like me. Yeah, so they say that. And we've had these conversations. We, we spoke to a guy on one of our listings recently who is politically, I don't want to, I want to be vague about what I'm saying so you can't figure out who I'm talking about, but who is politically very important with respect to real estate brokerage in this state. That's a, that's a vague enough way to say it. And you were talking to him, Lauren, about a listing of commercial property we had. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I, I don't know where you're going with no, this. I just you want to know give what, me a little more info without well, revealing. You, you were do, one of our listings, and you said to him, and he told you about a story about other commercial brokers, I mean, other commercial landlords and what they want in their property. And you said to him, yeah, Lauren, we rented ourselves after, if that tells you which property it was. And you were talking to the broker and he said to you, he said to you on the phone, he goes, 
it's a good thing you guys are okay with anyone. A lot of people in our community only want white people to be renting their property. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because that went over my head for a second. But yes, people assume that you only want your kind, who you are. So let's let's digress for a second. In New York State, in the law, the New York State law, there's this Fair Housing Act. And there's three categories about discrimination. There's a lot more, but I'm giving you the basics, Rowdy. One is you can't refuse to rent, sell, or lease property because someone is in a protected class. A protected class could be their sex, their race, their religion, their handicap, their disability, their orientation. The list goes on. There's a big list of things. We don't need to do it right now. This is an uh, education thing. I'm just basic, I'm setting a... I'm setting a, a no. I'm setting a framework so we can have a discussion. I want to make sure we're on the same page. One is you can't refuse to rent or sell because someone is a woman, for example. The second one is you can't change the terms, conditions, or privileges. Meaning you can't charge a woman more. You can't say women need to have cash and not mortgage contingencies. Terms, conditions, privileges. You understand the second category. The third category is you can't advertise your preference for the sale or rental or terms or privileges based on what someone is. So you understand the three categories again. One is advertising. Two is negotiated terms, privileges. Three is flat out refusal. And in New York State, up until July 16th, there was four exceptions to those rules. And I want to go over the four exceptions to those rules. And then I want to tell you what New York State changed. And again, I don't get it. So that's what I want to talk to you about, Lauren. The first exception, which kind of makes sense to me. Do you remember when you were in college and you would be walking around campus? You went to Michigan. You're much smarter than me. But you went to Michigan and you're walking. And you're walking around campus and you'd see a little, we were before big internet and there would be a paper with little shreds on it with phone numbers. You know what I'm talking about? With the little phone numbers would be an ad and you pull the phone number. Yeah, that's how people get cleaning people at the supermarket. Pay attention. Squirrel. Um, So here's the thing. It would say three gals looking for fourth female roommate for off-campus house. It would always be the girls. And why would it be the girls? Because the guys would prefer to have the female roommate as well. But the girls would always be very specific. I'm giving you that they want another girl. They're one girl shy of being able to pay for their off-campus house. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So one of the restrictions was restricting the rental of all rooms and housing accommodations to the same sex. And that was not discriminatory. That's still not discriminatory because we acknowledge that a group of gals don't want a guy walking around in his. We'll his call what? Him, well, his what, Andrew? <laughs> they don't want him swinging around in the oh. middle in the middle of the in the middle of the kitchen while they're getting changed and have the anyway. We don't get changed in the kitchen. Anyway, you get the point. So one of those was that, and it said, "Hey, you're allowed to advertise that way." And that's not discriminatory. You're allowed to refuse to men, and that's not discriminatory. You're allowed to change the terms, conditions, or privileges for men, meaning maybe men can't use one of the bathrooms in the house. 
That's not discriminatory. Well, can we charge men more because they're messier? I'm not going there. <laughs> Just focus. I know you're you're squirrel. Squirrel. Focus, so, Daniel Sun. Go. Right, back. There's a second exception that's still an exception. I got to get through it, Lauren. So pay attention because we want to go to the point. You could restrict the rental of rooms in a house if the rental is by the occupant of the house or the owner who lives in the house. So if you're just going to rent out a room, you could restrict it to whoever you want. Be bigoted. Be sexist. Be anti-Semitic. You could do it on refusal. You could do it with changing terms, conditions, and privileges. And you could do it with advertisement. That was the law in New York, and that's still the law in New York. Mm. The third one. With respect only to age discrimination or having children discrimination, you could restrict a rental to someone 62 years and older and their spouse, or you can restrict an entire 55-plus community to at least one occupant that's 55. You could do it with sales, terms, conditions, or privilege, or advertisement. Those three categories are still the law. But there was a fourth category, and that's what we're talking about right now. If you lived and owned a two-family house or a single-family house with an accessory apartment, you were able to discriminate by denying someone, refusing to sell, rent, or lease. You were able to change the terms, conditions, or privileges. You are still able to do both those things. Meaning that if someone owns a two-family house in New York, it's called Mrs. Murphy's Law federally, you're allowed to say, I don't want to rent to you in the second unit. Because again, people are bigoted, they're hateful, they're anti-Semitic, whatever. But to get in line with the federal law, the Fair Housing Act, New York State on July 16th changed the law. And I think it's important that we talk about this. And this is what I want to talk about. They said you can no longer advertise your hatred. So you can hate it as long hate as long as you're quiet. You can hate silently. Ooh, so you're silenced, but you can hate. So that's what we're talking about right now. They changed the law, Executive Law 296, Lauren, and it's important on the Leapcast that we educate landlords in New York that they're going to get sued for this. Why is it important? If you go put up whether it's the shriveled with the with the phone numbers on the local and I still see it at the local at the local dry cleaner. People put up, they put up their little sign there and they go, I got a rental, one family. If you put it on Facebook, if you put, I, I'm hesitant on Facebook because they've been. They have, they're very strict with anything about housing. They are very strict on a advertisement, but less strict when I see people post themselves. I see people. Or in those community groups. Yeah. So yeah. I, I see less strict in these community groups. So I see discrimination a lot in these types of places. Anyway, when people post it themselves, what the law now is is that you are not allowed to say whites only. You're not allowed to question someone's religion. You can be silent about it. You could say, I'm not renting to you. You could size someone up. You can look at them. You could say, I'm not renting to you. That's not discriminatory. All bite. It must be a two-family house. If it's a three-family house, it is discriminatory in New York State. If it's a four-family house, it is discriminatory in New York State. But a two-family house or less, meaning a two-family house, a one-family house with an accessory apartment. If you put up an advertisement, that's what I'm talking about, it's discriminatory. So here's my question, though. Why in God's earth can they still discriminate silently? I don't understand this. Cuomo, 
Like, I don't get this. Like, yes, I, I, I agree. We should, we should do what they're doing on the federal level. On the federal level, you're allowed to do it under Mrs. Murphy's law. The Federal Fair Housing Act says the exemptions for four-family houses or less. New York curtails that down to two-family or less. And I need to say this, Lauren. You could get sued on both laws independently of each other. What that means is you might be saying to yourself, well, I have a four-family house, and then I can't get sued under the Fair Housing Act. But in New York State, if it's a four-family house, you're not exempt at all. Does that make sense? And they'd still sue you under New York law. But in New York, let's go back to this two-family. It says, just to be clear, it says you can't advertise discrimination anymore. And they say if you do advertise discrimination— in the future, if you do advertise discriminatorily, then you can also be sued, this is what they say, for denying the apartment or changing the terms, conditions, or privileges, meaning everything's free game once you advertise discriminatorily. And I get it on the macro level, we don't want to have hate speech. And on the macro level, we don't want to hear other people saying it. And I get it. Why is it a problem for brokers? It's been a problem for real estate brokers for quite some time. Why? Someone with a two-family house hires a broker to rent out one of the units. The broker could never advertise discriminatorily because there was another law that says brokers can't advertise discriminatorily. So people weren't using brokers just so that they can discriminate themselves. Or they were pressuring the brokers and the brokers had to be bad cop. So now it's uniform to say no one can advertise discriminatorily. Except, again, the 55-plus community, the only girls, the situation where we're going to um, – we got the only girls, the situation where we're renting a room in the house, a room like a, not the whole house. But here's the thing, Lauren, and this is the part I don't understand. And I, I need to say it again because you're blank staring at me again. Why do we have a law that says if someone is renting out – apartment that's attached to their house, a two-family house, one of the units. Why do we have a law if someone's renting out an accessory apartment? That's a two-fold question. Why do we have a law that says they're allowed to deny people, number one, based on their marital status, their gender, their military status, their source of income? Why do we have a law that says that these are relevant factors in the first place. Why can't they get sued in the first place? Shouldn't they be sued in the first place? Shouldn't the landlord be taught something in the first place? That's question number one. And the more fundamental question I hope you'd help me answer is, landlords, why do you care? No, like seriously, why do you care? Don't you just want to pay your bills? Isn't the whole reason that you have the tenant in the first place because you can't make ends meet without the tenant? You're not getting rich off this tenant. Like how much do you think a two-family house is renting for? Let's just go over this. In a nice area, the unit is going to be renting a maximum, maximum. It's never going to get past this, $3,000, probably closer to the $1,500 mark. If you do the math on that, we're talking, just so we're clear, on the $1,500 mark, $18,000 a year. $18,000 a year minus the cost of having this person here is probably, I don't know, $13,000 a year. Minus the taxes you pay on the income you get on it is maybe $9,000 a year. Minus the wear and tear and you fixing things is probably more like $7,000 a year. If you're so tight that you need $7,000 more, I would suggest you have two choices. Option A, stop caring who the tenant is. Option B, 
follow Trump and those other New Yorkers and flee to Florida. We'll be back. This is the Leapcast. Find us on social media at Listen to Leap or visit listentoleap.com. 